bring a year that was different from all others. For geeks, healthy, John John, B. James, and Rico were brought together to take on a common enemy. Boredom, that year, the Geeking Outside the Box podcast was formed to tackle all things geek and, of course, ignorance. Ladies and gentlemen, the Geeking Outside the Box podcast. Snowball gun. Oh! <laughs> you can only shoot the snowball gun. <laughs> and we are back. What up? Yeah, I know. Here. This is our uh, this is our final second episode. Hi- second hiatus, gentlemen. right? Oh wait, what? Oh, oh, this is our final episode. Period. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you all can catch me on this new show. Called- <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, this is not our final episode. I don't want y'all to be worried. No, 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 not yet, not yet. We're trying. <laughs> not <though>. yet. Um, <laughs> not yet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Geeking Outside the Box podcast. Here on the, I guess we're on the Anchor Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, LB, and joining me today with a very ludicrous photo behind him. <laughs> A mashup of Pornhub and Cartoon Network in the nineties. Rico, Hello, how are you, boys? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, everything's good. Everything's really good. Uh, long week at work. Thank God it is over, so I can actually enjoy my weekend. Okay, heard that. Maybe. Speaking of enjoying weekends, John, John, how are you? <laughs> Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> Okay, but we'll go with it. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks for for the entertainment. I appreciate that. Um, and braving a global pandemic to join us today, B James, how are you? Sick as a fucking dog. Sick as a dog, as you can hear. (laughs) Where did that come from? I mean, probably old black people. But where did (laughs) sick as a dog come from? Because sick dog. Like, why does it, like, other animals get sick? Like, why would we immediately go to a dog? I don't know. That's a good question. A, sick as a dog. Like, like mm-hmm. a dog that's been neglected, like a Michael Vick dog, or... Oh, wow. my God. Wow. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on? You are... Did you go to Rico Land? You did. While we took a week off? Panic, mm. boom! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe why we took the week off. I was just there, and, you know... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That guy was there. I know you had a good time. <laughs> the best. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he was doing the helicopter for Riri. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. They called him Apache Chief. Yeah. Oh, man. He identifies as an attack helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the origin phrase, uh, sick as a dog, can be found in the early 1700s when it was common to compare undesirable things to dogs. Okay. Uh, the explanation for this isn't that people didn't like dogs. It is that diseases such as the plague often spread via animals such as rats, birds, and unfortunately dogs. So that is where the term, the term uh, six a dog was coined in the 1700s, back when the plague. Oh, like COVID, the first, first COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first COVID. Got it. Yeah. Right. Same OG shit I got COVID. right now. Yeah. Uh, 
Yes, that's where it came from, 1700s. <clears throat> and somehow America in the 1900s made it racist. <clears throat> Wait, how do we make it racist? There's some, there's someone out there, some in some way, shape, or form that made it racist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I'm choosing that. I'm choosing anyway, that. Anyway, uh, back to the original. I was sick. I'm sick <laughs> as a dog. I, I'm feeling better. Today was a better day. Uh, I have COVID. Thankfully, we're recording uh, via uh, 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 virtually. We're recording. So, uh, if you are vaccinated or not vaccinated, the most important thing I could tell you is please protect yourself and others because this shit sucks. I'm pretty sure it does. And on a lighter note, I just Googled us. We're on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that is the most highest sentence he has stated while being sober. (laughs) The funny part is, I think LB's, he might be laughing the same reason I'm laughing. Because how many many episodes is this, LB? I mean, 50 something. Okay. Yeah, we're we're both at 50. I think we, me and LB probably Googled our podcast maybe in like episode four or five or something like that. Probably have. (laughs) I ain't Googling that motherfucker. (laughs) We appreciate the dedication. As long as y'all know, you know, I'm 50% in, 50% out of my mind. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, well, that's what she said. Uh, Uh, he's 50% here, 50% contemplating the Chris Benoit. <laughs> Come on, bro. We are not going to do that. We just got you back. You are <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> yeah, we just got back, so you can't be. <clears throat> yeah, no, you can't be doing that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even get... <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. For me, by the way, um, I'm doing all right. Yes, how, how are you uh, yeah. No, no, you good. No, 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 fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Starting vacation, so um, excited to just burn through a lot of stuff that I've been meaning to watch. You know, I finished the uh, Masters of the Universe already. You know, finished Big Mouth. I'm on my way to Narcos. I see it. Go ahead. Yeah. I wasn't trying to interview. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I'm I'm excited for it. But I'm also gonna be planning to do a uh a Star Wars rewatch during the John. break. Yeah. See it. BJ's by the way, sporting a uh, brand new fresh white Rick and Rick Sanchez inspired shirt. Fantastic. <laughs> and here we go. I'm pickle red. I'm pickle red. Then I got this one. You appreciate that one, LB? Ah, uh, you know I do. Oh, that's dope. You know I mean, little Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's my random oh, yeah. question to the rest of you. If you had time off, what is your go-to rewatch? Like, what are you going to rewatch oh, if man. you had time off? Oh man. Um, you know, surprisingly, I can answer this one relatively quickly. Uh the Warriors. Warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the PS2, so like the when the game first came out on the PS2, mm-hmm. that shit was revolutionary for me. Keep in mind, I was also really young. So I didn't know that there was a movie, you know, to go behind this game. So I was like, man, what the fuck? This is genius. So I went to go watch the movie. I think I've seen it at least 50 times now. 
Okay. I watch it every time it's on. You know how we usually give you shit about your age? Not today, motherfucker. Not today. Right. You got some cool points with us, brother. Yeah. My <laughs> man. That's right. Hey, I was watching Rick and Morty. <clears throat> that shit came on. I said that shit right to, for, to John ass. <laughs> My man. My man. Oh, man. John, John, what are you watching if you had a week off? That is a good question. I think, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to catch up on some form of anime. I've been busy with life, so I got to I gotta catch up on something. And I'm going to have to kick my son's ass because he's scratching at the door. Yo, I was I was wondering like somebody like yeah, that's, I was like yo, when did y'all get a dog? That. Yeah, that's my son scratching at the door. I so like, when did they get a dog? Yeah, I never, I never be able to you know have a week off where I can actually do what the fuck I want to do. It's my family. He's like he's scratching at the door like a dog. All I heard in the head is, "You see these dogs barking? <laughs> you see these dogs in your front yard? Just know I'm going Just hard. No, let them go hard. Bing bong, Bing bong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, B. James, what are you rewatching? If you had a week off, a week, you know, yeah, a week off. One show, show, movie, uh, it's movies. So I always, anytime I get a time to, I do it once a year. But if I know I got a week coming where I, uh, nobody's bothering me, or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, every okay. rip, gotta watch the Lord of the Rings. Don't judge me, Jonathan. And you know what? Uh, it's too late. <laughs> Damn. Damn, it's too late. Okay, too late. Well, this episode because we what know about we you. Just... What about you, LB? Yeah, bro. What you going back to? Well, this year I'm going back to Star Wars. Hmm. Okay, that was uh that was me and Rico. 2020? 2019? 20. Yeah, that twenty we went back and we watched all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next year I'll figure out something else for the pandemic, and you know, pandemic gonna be here for a while, so I'll get to do something every year. Um, That's facts. Now the the question is: Mm -hmm. Are are we including the? Are are you including the 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 last trilogy, or are you just saying that? I'm watching all of it. Nope, I'm watching all of it. All nine movies. Actually, no, not all nine. All eleven, right? Yeah, Rogue One, yeah, Rogue One, uh, Han Solo, Han Solo, and I could have the swore there was another one. Is there another one? Wait, which one? How many Star Wars one... movies is it? It's eleven, right? Or is it twelve? It is twelve Star Wars movies. I thought. What's the twelfth one? So we know. I mean, we know the the three trilogy, tr- three right. tri- trilogies. Jesus, easy to say. Han Solo, Rogue One. It's uh... eleven. I think that might be it. You got the originals. Everybody's uh, listening by what they like. What the fuck? Shit. Oh, yeah, they're gonna give a shit. Like, we, yeah, but yeah, we fine. don't give a fuck, bro. Let's go. I thought it was today. Cool. I say I give a fuck. And, so now you gotta and, wait. <laughs> we give. Um, a fuck. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely give a fuck. So they definitely gonna have to wait. Uh, let's see. I'm looking it up right now because I know I thought it was twelve fucking movies. Uh, a New Hope, right? Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to. Uh, Chronological, Order. chronological, I believe. Uh, Rogue One, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Phantom Menace. Where we at? What's the count on that? That's four. That's four. Uh, Attack of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. Han Solo's movie. Yep. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Right. 
Oh, they put the Mandalorian in here. Count. Uh, so no, then it wouldn't be if you're not counting the Mandalorian or we said yeah. movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eleven. They put the Book of Bubba Fett. Then you got the Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Okay, so it is. That's a interesting, though. Yeah. So I guess Mandalorian is only supposed to be like ten years after. Right. After yeah. It's, if you do okay. not count, if you do not count Bubba Fett and Mandalorian, then you have one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yes. Then it would be eleven. I guess people are counting twelve. They count Mandalorian as twelve. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. And now it's time for this. What the hell did you just watch? Can't believe your lying eyes. The Geeking Outside the Box podcast is here to review the hottest movies, TV shows, comics games and more in this edition of did that just happen what what is happening <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know bro. Easily. I, I, I really don't know um uh, did I, that I, just I, happen um this is gonna be a big review show on really hawkeye up until the finale which we will cover in our Christmas spectacular, our gift to you all, where we will cover Spider-Man No Way Home, the Hawkeye finale, and then a couple of holiday-themed topics. But this episode is going to be all about where we are with, with Hawkeye, the series. Spoiler alert, this is not a test. If you didn't watch, that shit is on you. That's right. Look at this. Who's that with... Well, that's the guy I've been worried about this whole time. Kingpin. So, I feel like we should, let's just, let's just work our way backwards, because I feel like that's the most exciting thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, holy shit, we got the Kingpin in the MCU now. That's fucking wild. I, so, I literally was watching the episode right before, uh, right before we actually like jumped into the division and whatnot and i was just not expecting him to be the the big and bad okay although there's something that probably should have like i should have thought about that considering that they were in fucking new york city yeah um but yeah like i just wasn't i just wasn't expecting it like that one blew my mind for those who are unfamiliar the kingpin is a street level excuse me, villain in Marvel Comics. Uh, Originally a main uh, antagonist for Spider-Man and then Daredevil, you know, kind of eased his way in there. I was like, man, I kind of like Spider-Man, you got a lot of good ass villains. Can I get one of these? So so Daredevil came in and then him and Fisk really became like, you know, I would say probably like in the 80s and 90s, it really became like Daredevil and Fisk. Because you got to think about it, since then, we actually haven't had a movie with Spider-Man and Kingpin, mm-hmm. but we've seen two different depictions of Daredevil and Kingpin. We had the Ben mm-hmm. Affleck movie where Michael Clark Duncan was Kingpin. Never forget that does exist. Okay. That was <laughs> that. Yeah, that was my first time seeing Kingpin. That's then, so unfortunate too that you had to go through that. And then we got yeah. the Netflix version where we had Charlie Cox who played Daredevil fucking great playing daredevil and vincent d'onofrio an amazing actor 
who does come back from the Netflix world to play Kingpin in this series. Yep. Which is that's all I that's all I wanted. Like just if you got somebody who's good and is willing to play these characters, like just keep them around, man. Mm-hmm. Don't like I'm not even trying to shit on DC. Don't do what DC do. Like don't don't be like we'll just do other projects and like, they be we'll like keep switching it out. Like no no no. They be like keep the nigga that want to do they it. They be like he did a good job. Let's make a black Superman now. What? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, huh? just keep the same person. What? So I'm very excited because you know this just opens the door if the other Netflix characters come over, which means like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, <laughs> of all of them, bro. I just need John Barenthal to come back as the Punisher, bro. <laughs> His I hope Punisher so. is on. If he come back and he do Punisher in MCU, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yes, so uh, we got the reveal literally on the final scene of the fifth um, episode of Hawkeye where Kate Bishop and Hawkeye are sitting around the table with, his name is Grills, right? Is it Grills or Brills? It's Grills. Grills. Grills, yeah. They're sitting around the table with Grills, you know, after Hawkeye and Kate have reunited because, you know, she came and helped save him and uh from when Maya was about to kill his ass for uh, with the Ronin sword. But then mm-hmm. Elena sends her a text because she actually listened to Kate, which is actually good. Because then it shows, like, even though Elena's still out for revenge, you know, yep. for Natasha. Looking for revenge. She still look, thought, like, okay, you know what? Who did hire me? And, like, if someone's asking me to kill someone who the rest of the world thinks is a hero, is that person actually good? So mm-hmm. she actually does the snooping around and lets Kate know that her mom is the one who hired her. Her mom, a little crooked motherfucker. Yep. And shows the picture. And then that's when Hawkeye said, oh, that's the guy I've been worried about this whole time. The Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And that's how we yep. saw it was Vincent D'Onofrio. So that was just fucking great. And I really liked at the end, you know how they do the animated end credits when they showed them in the city, but now the sky and stuff is the outline of his, his comic book body. I'm like, yo, that's dope, bro. Yeah. It just lets you know, like, yep. yeah, like he's over this. Like he 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 yep. Yeah. He on his way. Yeah. Uh man, B, what, what were your thoughts with the big Kingpin reveal? Just the reveal, not the entire yeah, just the reveal. Just your thoughts on Kingpin now in the MCU. Uh it's about damn time. I agree with that. <clears throat> um, only because we've already we've taken it to multi uh multi timeline different timelines mm-hmm. i think we've traveled to different dimensions with dormammu yeah. right so we've been on different planets we've been in different universes yeah not yeah universes yeah. so universes so it's about damn time because what about the street level shit some of the best stories come from the street level stuff and and if you know the street level comics you know that's Moon Knight, mm-hmm. you know that's Luke Cage, you know that is uh, Spider-Man himself. I know Spider-Man is a big character. However, a lot of his great stories come from the street level. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Punisher. Um, like all these characters, you yeah. know, get left behind because everybody wants the, the interstellar, interdimensional, the cosmic, mm-hmm. whatever. But I, it's about damn time. And I'm, I'm excited, one, because of that. And two, that is John Berthold. Like, I'm not John Berthold. Uh, uh, Denorfio. Denorfio excuse me, uh, is back to play that character because he was just so good in the Daredevil oh, TV so series good, on Netflix, man. Yeah. Like, he it, he held that role down, like, especially, yeah. it's just so many good scenes. I was going to say when they was in the, him and the Punisher were, was in the jail, 
<clears throat> and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Great scene. Great ass scene. So it's just like, about yeah. damn time. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, outside the one where he smashed my man's head in car door for Yo. thinking about threatening yeah. Vanessa. <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, that's Kingpin shit. Like, people people think Kingpin, like, oh, you're just some fat dude, bro. Like, no, no, he'll put hands on you, bro. <laughs> like, he will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, I, I 100% agree with what you're thought about. Like, bringing it back to the street level. Not, not just for the MCU, but also for, like, just in comics. Like, it, there's been an infatuation the last five or six years, really, to, like, just keep everything in space. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, all these cosmic threats and stuff. And then you lose sight of the stories where, you know, like, Superman against Lex Luthor is, like, a good-ass story. Like, yes, Batman having to deal with the Riddler is a good-ass story. Spider-Man having to deal with, you know, just fucking Norman Osborn is a good-ass story. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be, like, oh, this demon from hell and all, like, Sometimes I'm just dealing with like regular ass people is good enough to have a great ass story. And I hope that ain't even Yeah. Go ahead, Rico. I would say ain't even gonna lie, like just to like overemphasize that. Granted, we have multiverses, you know, coming up in the new Spider-Man. Uh I'm really excited that even though we have multiverses, that it's still at the street level because I remember yeah. watching Toby versus uh, uh, the Green Goblin. You know hey, hey. when that series first came out, I was excited as fuck for that. Like I don't like I I wasn't expecting fucking you know to go out of space or to go see some type of different planet or some shit like that. Like no, I good old New York City ass whoopings. <laughs> And that's that's a that's a part of the reason why I'm actually enjoying <clears throat> I'm enjoying this Hawkeye series because it's not you know we're not taking it you're not fucking it's not complicated yes it exactly ain't. it's just right to the point it's like just some fisticuffs and some arrows some of my tricks I mean you got some pin particle arrows that was just that was hilarious. a good ass that was but tough. I mean you got shit like and again Rome John LB. Next Halloween, we are going dressed <laughs> as the tracksuit mafia. This Bro. is happening. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> it's just simple stuff like that, right? It just makes me enjoy this uh this show, man. Yeah. Run DMC, ultimate tracksuit music, bro. <laughs> That's shit. Hey, bro, hey, you, the part that sent me is when he put the arrow through the fucking windshield. And it's like Maya, meet me where you first met the Ronin. But Maya isn't here. <laughs> but Maya, they're so <laughs> dumb, but they're so hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. John, what are your thoughts about, like, just, like, introducing Kingpin back to, like, the Marvel Universe? Like, and what that could mean for, like, true, like, Kingpin is one of the villains, like, who's involved in a lot of different shit. Like, what that could mean going forward yeah. for Marvel uh, product. Well, like UMB, like UMB said, it opens up the door to possibilities of more movies and more good movies. Like I said, Kingpin is involved in a lot of street level things, but he's a part of a lot of different stories. Spidey, Punisher, um, correct me if I'm wrong, like Daredevil and and mm-hmm. and, and um, what do you call them? The uh, the hand when they grouped, yeah, the hand when they grouped up stuff like that. It's like that can be the basis for like a very good series of it could be and, and, and just getting out of like a universal or like a fucking cosmic threat or not even cosmic threat but just like a supernatural threat just to get out of that realm would be 
awesome because it keeps everything simple mm-hmm. um, and, and it keeps it entertaining as well because it'll be action packed with a good storyline. So I think introducing the Kingpin, like you said, if it was the actor that was from the Daredevil series, then you know you you definitely own to something because you keeping you keeping the your your fan base true to what they like, right? So I think it's a good idea for them to actually add them in, and I'll watch it sooner or later so I can get that same reaction. So it's all good. I do I think. Uh, I'll go ahead. Uh, really quick, just because I don't know how this works, or mm-hmm. I don't know if it would work. So Spider-Man was introduced to us after, like, he got his own movies after Civil War, right? Or was his first mm-hmm. one before Civil War? No, it was, no, it was after, after Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. Okay, so deeming that he, deeming that Kingpin is such a, you know, is a bigger Spider-Man villain, um, do you think he could have been introduced into Tom Holland's Spider-Man at some point, or is it better for him to be in Hawkeye? He could have, but as as where they're taking Spider-Man's movie, it probably wouldn't make sense to introduce Kingpin because they're they're now in a multiversal fucking threat. So the fact that you brought in Doctor Strange means like now you you taking it beyond a street level type of threat, like. With Hawkeye, because it is at that level, yeah, it made sense to just slide him in there like, all right, cool. Now now we got to deal with this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with John. I think it's like this was like best uh, suited here uh, because you still had the you still had the the element of Tony Stark in the first two Spider-Man movies. Um, mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have given us that oomph that we need or we have now with Kingpin being introduced right now. With Tony Spark, Tony Spark, <laughs> Tony Spark, <laughs> Tony Stark yeah. uh, being there. So I think John's all right. Pun think- inten- all pun intended with that Tony Spark. Yeah. But you know what? He could have been introduced in an earlier film, though. Like, if it would have been Kingpin who, like, bought out that contract from Vulture's Men and then, like, had Vulture, like, on a prey That's roll what or something I was like thinking. that. That could have worked then. Like, yeah. Yeah. now it definitely doesn't work. But then it could have. And Tony was actually in that movie. So I, I don't think it would have worked. I mean, you could have. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you yes, you could have made him one of the mm-hmm. villains. But I think the, like, yes, it's him. He's back. This, I don't think it would have had as much of a punch. Because I think the Daredevil TV show was still going on at the time when that movie came out. Mm-mm. It wasn't? Oh, I think Daredevil stopped in, like, 16, right? Or maybe it did. Maybe it was then. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless, they're, unless they're gearing us up to uh, make a series with Kingpin. Well, she's well now. She, yeah, not twenty eighteen. I'm guessing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's yeah. still going on. So yeah, yeah. It so happened it, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, logistically, no. it couldn't. John, but like, yes, I think you, you're yeah. going to see more of Kingpin and Echo for sure. Like, mm-hmm. right? Because she's getting her own show. So yeah. yeah. No, no, I can definitely see Kingpin. Like I said, being the dude like in the shadows. Like, I just want more of those characters in MCU. Like the MCU has had a villain problem for a while. Yeah. People say like villain problems. Like it's not that they don't have good villains. It's just that the ones that are really good end up getting killed and then <laughs> they yep. don't come back no more. Stay and right like, there. Mm-hmm. Stay right there. And what really points to, even though it's probably going to be magnificent to see on screen and it's probably going to work for the movie, 
What tells you that the MCU has a villain problem is when they pull villains from other universes. Yes. That lets you know right there that the MCU has villain problems. And they only have problem villain problems. I was just going to say, you only have villain problems because you keep killing them all. Like, killing all your villains is not the answer. You just don't have to do it. Like... Let them get it, fight another day. Goddamn, they ain't that Correct, correct. Because I know we shit on DC movies. However, the the one that was about to do it right, but sadly, Heath Ledger passed away. They were going to use Joker again in that third uh, Batman movie, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to kill him off. They were just going to put his ass in jail and then we was going to use him for the third movie. But yeah, stop killing all your villains. Stop, 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 stop doing it. That's all I wanted to say, LB. No, no, and it's... And that's that's right. And if you really think about it, like, okay, if we were to actually think about like the best MCU movies, if you take out sudden like Endgame or Infinity War because of the scale of it, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, uh, I mean, people like Homecoming, yeah. um, shit. I mean, not for Rome, but <laughs> Ant Man. Uh, <laughs> like, it's always like, yo, like some person who's just smart. I mean, Black Panther, someone who's intelligent, yep. makes good moves, can kind of go toe-to-toe with the hero. And it's like, okay, like, someone got to kind of, like, pull themselves up and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, even, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't better than the first one. <laughs> like, the first one was great. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, and if you really think about it, there was fighting something that was street level for them. Mm-hmm. The second one... They was fighting a celestial planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that was bad, but it wasn't better than the first one. Right. Absolutely. So it was like, oh, damn, now we just got Ronan, who's just like a regular ass dude who, who happened to get an infinity stone at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's okay to tell those stories. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's the yeah. biggest thing. Like, we haven't seen enough regular motherfuckers on the big screen. Yeah. I sat in Natasha and him. Like, yeah. if they can introduce more regular motherfuckers, like, Redo the Punisher. Give him another yeah. movie if 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 you feel like you, he can be the next big MCU dude. Yeah, or, we don't need to redo him. We got the Punisher. They just well, need to get that movie. Honestly, it's good. John Barenthal's so good, bro. It's good. And he's right. I was gonna say, and you got he, he's the perfect actor like for it, and he's just like an amazing actor who's probably gonna win an Oscar here in the near future. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah John's like, right. John, you right on the money, G. Yeah, you is right. Yeah, it's it's it, like I said, it's, it's just time we stop thinking celestial because then you kind of yeah you know, you, you overcomplicating the story. Yeah, everybody don't well, have just, to be busted. Yeah, <laughs> just slow it slow it down for a yeah. second. Just just pump the you know brakes like you know I like to see Bullseye I, pop up in a in a, mo- a movie or something like sure he may not be the one pulling the strings but think about if you did have a shit a a Hawkeye movie or Black Widow still alive. But she was getting hunted by Bullseye because Fisk sent her out. Like that—that's a good story. Like I'd be like, and, "Hell yeah, like, that's a good I would watch the shit out, bro. Yeah, and, like, and two two of the big groups that still haven't entered the MCU. And I and before fans say, "Oh, but the Fantastic Four—they always are on another planet or another dimension." However, if you are a true comic book fan, you know that actually. A lot of their villains are right at the ground level. Mole Man, what's his name? Mole Man or whatever the fuck yeah, his name Man. is. And then they had an issue with the White Wolf or Black Panther when he first showed up. Anyway, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is it's all earth level, street level shit that goes on with Fantastic Four 
and the X-Men, we, which we know is, is basically based off of racial tones mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? So I just don't want them to be so far in space that when they do introduce yeah. these motherfuckers, we can't get back to tell the stories that are very impactful to the, the two main groups that are coming to the MCU. And that's right. Like, you know, last thing I'll say about it, like, I, I feel that way even when I'm reading comics. Like, I'll read a Batman comic or something, and occasionally I'll just be like, yo, like, he can just be out here dealing with the Penguin right now, and I'd be cool with that. Like, yeah, right. he can be doing that. You know, and like, uh, what... recently, I don't know if you yeah, read the most, I don't, it's probably not the most recent, uh, it's one of the most recent uh, Batman comics, and you know who they had show up at the end? Fucking Lex Luthor. <laughs> because Lex ain't got nothing to do because Superman. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like Batman went to another country and then the lady was like, yeah, because you've been financing these people, right? And he's like, no. He's like, no, that used to be Bruce Wayne, but he doesn't do that anymore. They're like, no, no, the other benefactor. And then Lex comes out and was like, yeah, I'm just trying to protect my investments. So that was the cliffhanger. And I'm like, I That's mean, it's the- dope they got Lex there, but it's also like it's dumb why, because why is Lex dealing with Batman? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, well, but, but yeah, uh, street level events is what helps you get to the multi-dimensional universal timeline ripping up your ass event they still should have had no longer i still think that was way too early now the good way though i will say this though one you're right they should not killed killmonger however how they killed killmonger was good because they can just was amazing they can spin it if they really wanted to bring him back. They can spin it and say T'Challa actually preserved him. Like, sure, he put that thing in the dude back. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? And then, you know how they did uh, uh, Bucky? They froze his ass. So, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. There's ways to say that he's still alive. But yes, on the surface, yeah, they shouldn't have killed him because they shouldn't have. You know, right. you wouldn't have had such a. Before we move on, mm-hmm. no, we'll we'll do it after the Hawkeye. I got a question about yeah. about uh, Black Panther. Something okay. came up that I wanted to throw across. No, I got you. All right. The other big thing that happened in these last couple of episodes was we got Florence Pugh. We had Elena to show pew, up. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> um, the fight they had on that rooftop with the four of them was dope. That was really good ass choreography when it was Clint, Kate. Elena and Maya all fighting on a rooftop together, like that was pretty. That was, pretty, that was pretty good shit. Uh, I thought that was great. Yeah, you can see like how they're even even with her not being the main focus. You can see how they're pipe like pumping Echo up for that way. When she gets her own show, it's like it doesn't come out of nowhere. It's like no, no, like she was hanging with an Avenger and a Black Widow and, <laughs> and uh Hawkeye in training. Go ahead. Can I can I just say why mm-hmm. why the fuck do we need an Echo show? I'm sorry. I gotta be to say it. I gotta say it. I, I'm watching this, and every time I see her and I know, you know, he announced the Echo show's coming. Why do I need an Echo show? Like, somebody please give me a good reason why we need an Echo show. Because Clint is half dead inside and outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after watching this, like, let's be realistic. Like, he's great. Don't get me wrong. He still does what he does, but, like, Unless it's unless the MCU it's, is unless I feel like the MCU is pointing it out that like he's slowing down. Yeah, but time. what does that have to do with Echo? The her. What does that have to do with her? Like, why does she need a show? Unless you're gonna tell me she's gonna do what she did in the comic comics and fall in love with Daredevil and all that good stuff, and then we get actual 
uh, Matt Murdock in that episode in that series. But I'm I just been watching it and I was trying to figure out like why the fuck do we need a you know what I'm saying? Am I wrong? Am I am I tweaking? Anybody else feel this way or nobody's ever thought about this? I mean, I go ahead, Rico. I didn't personally think about it. I, I just I think that they're I, I guess just from like a basic standpoint, right? Like they're trying to hype her up just because you don't typically see an Avenger with a hearing aid. Now, how he got the hearing aid, it's you know understandable. He's been through fucking multi-dimensional wars but he's still human at the end of the day. So, I mean, like, I guess you can like try to hype her up to be the next big and bad or the big and good, I guess. I I don't know how to roll that off the tongue properly, but yeah, like, I guess that would just be like my only perspective on it. But I mean, I guess to get your own show, unless he's going to be a part of it. eh, I don't know. Yeah. I was just, that was just a question. I just, yeah, just, this was weird. But go ahead, G-Bo. You know, I think that they could, I mean, I wasn't looking for an Echo show, but <laughs> exactly. um, you know, it could also be their way to, to start to bring in more Netflix characters without each of them having a series so you can do a, like a light reboot or something. Okay. You figure like, you know, she does have a history with Daredevil in the comics, you know, right. and all the Defenders of so Luke Cage and Iron Fist and all them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, obviously she's, you know, I think she, she becomes Ronin at some point. She does become Ronin. Yep. So, you know, they can do some like storytelling with her. I think she's, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but I think it's more of like a transitional thing. Like we're going to use this show to help bring in some other characters who you may not have seen in a long ass time. And then cool. When you see them in the next movie, we ain't got to spend a bunch of backstory on them. That's all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like it at all. I don't oh, like it. I don't like it. Uh, so Elena, yep, popping up. Uh, the conversation her and Kate's burnt up apartment is fantastic. Pew, 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 pew. Do you want some macaroni and cheese? You're <laughs> so, so good. She's like, what? Like, you took so long, and like, I was hungry, and like, I couldn't wait anymore. She threw that that when she threw the the hot sauce bottle and she called in and she's like, "Hi!" <laughs> I, just, I don't know why I just started dying laughing. Yeah, no, no, she's really good. You can tell she enjoys playing this character. Yeah, and uh, absolutely, Facts. yeah. And there was a lot of like Natasha esque things going on in that conversation. Just like having a conversation, but you think like, yeah, like I'm just. And- Trying to be overly nice, but in reality, like I'm pumping all, I'm trying to get as much information out of you and like break you down psychologically. You could tell, like, every time she'll say something and then like her face gets serious, like, okay, so, uh, yeah, so where is he? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, are you keep saying, like, when she's like, you keep saying my whole name just so you, I know you know it. She's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, no, like I'm, I'm a legit killer. Just know that. Right. (laughs) Um, I'm just excited to see what they do with her going forward. Like, yeah, she has to just pop up and be the new widow for the Avengers, right? Well, I think I think that well, one that scene was probably the best scene of this episode. Maybe it was just good dialogue. And it, it was, was just dialogue. it was it was very good dialogue. It dragged out a little bit too long for Brendan, but it still was probably the best piece as far as this episode is concerned. 
But I think what that also gave us too was a future, if they did another Avengers movie, if the Avengers had to assemble again, we just saw uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye have their very first conversation. I think that's what was an yep. important thing that I saw. That's what I got out of it. We just saw Hawkeye and Black Widow meeting uh, for the first time. Yeah. So John, mm -hmm. outside of after this Hawkeye series, like where do you think we see Natasha's sister, Elena, pop up next? You better say uh, your friend Brendan House. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. After uh, the 14 days, play. <laughs> all I heard was, <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> no. Hey, 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 goddammit. Mm. Just, just, that's for the head, for your hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> that's All the Rick, listeners, the Ric Flair reference will will eventually one day tell y'all, so y'all could be inside <gasps> of, the joke, of the joke too. But for those of you who do know, yeah, good for you. Rick, Go ahead, John. Ric Flair, boy. Um, that is a good question. Outside of of this. Um, I probably would say, man, um, we still haven't done Rhodey's TV series, have we? No, uh, uh, Armor Wars, uh, Armor no, Wars, no. as a possibility. Um, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I could see that. That'd That's, be dope. Yeah, I mean, and she might make an appearance in Echoes. Uh, Maybe show. She could That's a good, yeah. still being linked to that type of uh, to that series. Yeah, no, I like that. I think I do think we're probably headed to a part where she's like, you know, like I may not be under the you know red room spell anymore, mm -hmm. but am I like honoring my sister by you know still doing stuff and being ordered around by someone else? Right. You know. Like, I think we might be headed that way. And to that point, it could be a situation where she's like, you know, this Kingpin character, like, fuck is this about? Like, going after her, going after uh, Val, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character, who's been popping up. So, you know, no, I, I can see all that working out. Um, clearly, the Echo show is going to be about her trying to get revenge on Kingpin since we got, mm -hmm. it's pretty much confirmed that uh Kazi is his name, right? The yes. uh the number one, the, yeah, the number one. Mm -hmm. Like clearly he was the, the snitch for Kingpin and set set up her father. So we're gonna have that that'll probably play out more in the mm -hmm. Echo show. Um man, let's spend a little bit of time talking about Kate's mom, Eleanor. Like sure. So like she seems like a real piece of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it looks like the dude Jack is just an idiot and really they do say, nothing wrong. Can I just say I enjoy if we have to find a way to get Jack somewhere in another MCU like just seen. I enjoyed him getting arrested. It was hilarious. Like <laughs> I didn't expect him to go out like that. Even though I knew what was going on, like mm -hmm. from the comic, we know her dad in the comic, her dad was actually the evil one and so on and so forth. So you kind of had your thoughts that, okay, mom is shady, but when yeah. he got arrested and he's just talking about, Oh, this is just a misunderstanding. I would be out late. I was just dying. I'm like, this thing is just retarded. He's dumb. He's dumb. 
So yeah, hopefully we can get some more of him because he's what's his name? Jack? No, it's not his name. Yeah, it's a uh, Jack. Is it Jack? Yeah. Jack Duquesne. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. yeah. I need more Jack. Yeah. Just off. I need more Jack too. I'm <laughs> fucking alcoholic. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, you know that act you is really good. Drunk? Also, okay. Yeah, that act is really good. Also, for those who don't watch Better Call Saul, he plays a sociopath, and he's anytime he's on screen, just like yeah, like you can tell he has kind of like an it factor. Because like I say, even mm-hmm. the little scenes he has on the show, like he he's really good at even though his character is supposed to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. You can laugh, but you also sit there thinking like, yo, is he going to like kill everybody or something? Like he just had that like that feel about him, which is which is really good. Um, so yeah, so basically. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be the end all be all. Like he's going to show his true colors when they try to go into uh, her mom's computer mm. to try to get the information on him. But when he busted out the sword, I was like, oh, you don't fucked up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> like you fin to be there real quick. Yeah. And then yeah. he just played a complete dumbass afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh, look at you know who this is? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is stupid, bro. Yeah, but even like, in that scene, if you think about her mom, like not being shocked, and like, why is there an Avenger in my dining room? <laughs> like, like she was just he's like, like huh. he's he's a he's a smart idiot. Yeah. 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 No, he's you can tell idiot. Yeah, but I will say the show did a really good job of telling you something's up with her mom mm-hmm. without it like beating your old head up with it. You think about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Her first party, that's where the black auction thing was at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she got in an argument with the dude and then he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I didn't like, really think about that. She has like the, the stuff that Kate's using to keep tracking Clint. Like her mama has ownership of all that. Like somehow her mom has a security thing that all she needs is someone's phone number and name, and she can find out where they are at all times. Yeah. Like, yo, know, and truth be told, like I don't want to take credit for this because I heard this on uh somewhere else. But in that first episode, remember when the dad was like, "I'm going down to my office." When Kate was by herself for that long ass time, that's when her mom was like, "I'm going downstairs. I'll be back." But then she came back upstairs during the fighting and shit. But the dad never came back upstairs. Oh, um, you think she ended the dad? I think she killed the dude. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Holy shit! Also, because like, you, if you he was like, because like, so like, why didn't she? Why didn't he come upstairs to check on the family? Like, if everything collapsed right away, then wouldn't she have been caught too? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yo, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like I said, I. I did not come with that 100 percent myself, but when someone brought it up, I was like, yo, that make a whole lot of sense. So, yeah. You bring up a good point, too, when you said uh, uh, about the, the, the killing of, of Homeboy the Third. Yeah, because they, they, try, they try to play it off as Jack. They try to mislead you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Like, I just initially thought, like, all right, cool, Jack on some bullshit. Yeah. I didn't even put two and two together that it was going to be the mom. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, he had the candy, but it's also like, I mean, if it's his uncle, like he's probably been over there a bunch of times, he might just have the damn candy. <laughs> like, it doesn't, right? I right. don't right. mean he went there that night. Like, he's related yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she went over there and faded his ass because he was screaming at her. Who who you think you're talking to? So Kate's intuition isn't spot on as Hawkeye says in. No. Yeah, no, not yet. But I think that might be a family blinder that she has to get over in order to take that next step to actually be like Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, like, in her defense, too, in this series, she's only five years younger than I am. You just think she's cute. Shut up. Actually, I don't. (laughs) Wow. What's wrong with Haley Steinfeld, man? What's wrong with you? Why you don't like Haley Steinfeld? What's what's the problem there? What? Just just not not my cup of milk. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough from you, man. That's enough. (laughs) Enough from you right there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You stop it right now. All right. That's, I'm done with this guy. All right. Can we, all right we can move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, trying to think. Well, I think that pretty much covers like the last few episodes. So basically, we had Elena come in. Oh, the last thing we didn't cover from the, these last three episodes, the watch that they were looking for at the auction apparently is an actual like Avengers level item that Hawkeye is really concerned about getting. Oh, I thought you was talking about something else that we probably should talk about too. And that's Hawkeye's wife. Oh, that, that's what I was, that's what I was leaving. That's what you, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what you, okay, cool. Because so he I'm not with and his wife are both worried about that watch. And then we started to get signs of like, his wife is like really more active into like the shield and spy life than we thought. Like, you know, yeah. there was a scene where she was speaking Russian or Russian. German to him. Uh, you said Russian, Rico? Yeah, it was Russian. Okay. When she busted out that Russian. I was confused. I'm like, what the fuck is Clint yeah. telling her in bed in order for her to be speaking multi- multiple languages like yeah. that? The we fact that she know. never got worried about Natasha. The fact that she always just trusts, like, whenever he's out there, like, yeah, you know, do it. What did you tell us? That's what you, you got to do. I'm like, hey, man, do what you got to do. I trust you. Like, oh, shit. She part of the red room. We oh well, me and B think well go ahead B. Uh, I was gonna say she's part of the boom boom room. She won't. Okay, be. all right. Well, <laughs> okay. I you know yeah. I'm glad that we got the same reaction out of that that we said not my cup of milk. You know because I would that would have felt racially profiled. If uh, I had to do one for you know. For <laughs> I, was, I was being too mature on this episode, but no, yes, we were talking about on the pre-show uh, uh, the talk that we had. Uh, that she's either uh what's her name? What's the character's name again? Uh LB? Uh Mockingbird. Bobby Mockingbird Morris. from yeah. uh from the comics. Or, you know, Kevin Feige likes to spin shit. She may be an ex-widow herself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that watch is something that's putting her uh, you know, that's telling her old identity or whatever you want to call it. Uh so yeah, something's up with Clint's wife to why he's fighting so hard. He's he's probably fighting harder to get the watch back than he was trying to get the Ronin suit back or just yeah. to, just as much. So he's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a husband protecting his wife type of feel that I'm getting from him. So, yeah. yeah. And it'd also be interesting to see what else is on the watch. Like, is it just her like info about her or is this something like that Fury had and he had mm-hmm. info on like a bunch of people who like got out of the game and was like hiding and shit like that. 
What if she's a what if she's no, no, that wouldn't make sense. Never mind. Well, she's Mephisto. I know what you're thinking. No, no surprisingly, <laughs> I was not going to say that. I'm Got saving it. Mephisto for when I see Spider Man. <laughs> he was, uh, was thinking she was scroll. Correct. Ding 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 ding. Uh, since we are going into Secret Invasion next, uh, in the next go round of shows, so it could be a thing. Yeah, could be. So can can somebody refresh my memory as to everywhere? So I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past it that one of these motherfuckers is a scroll. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mephisto's a, he's a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rico. Can somebody refresh my memory as to what exactly like the significant of that like? watch has i think i probably like skipped over that or just didn't oh. really put two and two together yeah we, we don't know yet <clears throat> yeah we you know oh, just okay. as much so, as we do yeah okay yeah but has that watch had like any significance in like the comic books or something like that uh <clears throat> sorry ladies and gentlemen i'm uh, oh, sorry about that excuse my throat um yeah no <laughs> no no they haven't really like talked about that watch before like the comics thing so yeah so it'll be really interesting like what that does like marvel so damn key like marvel make it like yep it's a shit about clint wife but there's also something in there that leads into like armor wars (laughs) or something Mm -hmm. like that right oh okay right Right. exactly yeah so man (sighs) so yeah so basically we touched on we touched on everything with this episode right yeah so basically clint's been training kate uh Clint got the suit back. Maya, who is Echo, now knows that Kingpin and Kazi betrayed her father. So mm-hmm. she's not really worried about it isn't like she's worried about Clint anymore. She's not worried about about Kingpin and the other bad people. Go ahead. Is Echo his actual niece or she just calls him Uncle Kingpin? No, she just calls him that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um we now know that. Kate's mom is bad because Natasha's sister Elena is now in the picture. And we know that, man, we got Vincent Norfolk back as Kingpin. So a lot has happened these past three episodes. And we only got one left. I was just going to say, what's our our predictions, our expectations? They can go all out on this. For this finale. What y'all want to see? What's some shit y'all want to see? Actually, all out action. Yeah, I want to see more widow action. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to see like I would like no, to see steps no towards me. a John, new Avengers team. John, John, stop judging me, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I would Sorry, like to see say? steps towards a new Avengers team. Like it'd have to be like I don't need nothing like super cheesy like Sam or somebody showing up being like, "Hey, you're an Avenger now," but just being like, like even if it's like Kate and Elena talking before Elena leaves and being like, "Hey, like you know the the world needs a widow." And right. she'd be like, hey, like, you know, all you gotta do is call me. Like, that kind of, th- like, that, like, I'll be cool with that. Like, just be like, all right, cool. Like, they at least have acknowledged that she's willing to come back and help out a team effort for so the future. Kate would be Hawkeye, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Yelena would be, obviously, Black Widow. Yeah. You got Sam mm-hmm. is, is Captain now. Sam is Cap. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. I'm sure they'll work out a deal to get him somewhere in there, because they're all young now, so you can always <laughs> use Tom Holland. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we know we got still got Hulk and 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 Captain Marvel from the Shang Chi movie in credits that they still Captain Marvel. We still got Hulk, but are they going to? My question is: Are they going to replace Chris Hemsworth with Jane Foster's Thor? Since we are seeing her in this next movie, and are they going to replace Bruce Banner with his cousin She Hulk? She Hulk. That's my question to y'all. I can see She Hulk taking over eventually. I don't think uh, Natalie Portman's gonna stick around and do a bunch. You think she's just for this movie or one or two movies? I think she's doing this one movie. Yeah, I actually, I actually hope Chris Hemsworth sticks around because, like, Thor's character gets better the older Thor gets, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, John's favorite Rune King Thor, Old Man Thor, like, uh, uh, Odin. What is it when he uh, has the Odin Force? What do they call him? Anyway, point is. Thor gets better the older he gets, so they mm-hmm. should keep Chris Hensworth around for as long as he wants to do the role. So, Agreed. but I was just, I was just scratch my brain. I just noticed that we got everybody stepping up into the to the role of New Avengers. Yes. <clears throat> so, super excited for this goes. Um, yeah, no, I think he had a Black Panther question for us before we we break tonight. Gotcha. So there was uh, TMZ. Which is the first time I mentioned TMZ on our podcast. I was saying, I don't like this one already. So TMZ TMZ. uh, talked to Chadwick Boseman's brother, Mm -hmm. and his comment basically, and I'm obviously paraphrasing because I don't have the the article right in front of me, but he said that he knows his brother, and his brother would have wanted them to to continue where what his brother started, and that is to recast. Black Panther. Now, I'm only bringing this up because when the Marvel made the announcement that they were not going to recast them, there actually was a big part of the internet that actually thought that they should recast them because that character, not just Chadwick, but the character itself and what Chadwick did for that character holds a lot of weight. And for it to just not recast them and just put it to the side is kind of like not doing it justice. And there's a petition online currently sitting at 64,000 signatures. What are you guys' thoughts on what his brother said? And two, do you guys stick with the decision that they should not recast T'Challa? What do you think? Um, so this kind of goes back to my thing where I said, I don't think that they should have killed off uh, Killmonger so early. Um, I think Black Panther 2 could have continued with the pay pay your respects to the fallen uh recast a role and you either could have had nuri or or is it nuri yuri i can't pronounce your name off the top okay either could have made her uh the new black panther which me personally i don't think she would have been a good choice just because i feel like she had some you know wising up to do in order to like fully step into the role even though she's smart as fuck, um, I think there could have been like that point where uh, where you were B actually brought it up where like they could have spun it where you know T'Challa kept Killmonger alive and then in that time period Killmonger himself you know wises up and understands you know like what the fuck is really going on and you know after you pay your respects to T'Challa enter Killmonger as you know the new king. I think that's my, I think that would have been a good spin rather than just like not doing a, doing a new casting on the role entirely. That's fair. Um, well, this sounds pretty cynical, but 
I wonder about the brothers' motives because, like, if they recast the role and it makes more money, like, does Marvel have a deal? Like, the Bozeman family still gets some money and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. But, um, and also 64,000, like, that's light. That's light. (laughs) That's light now. Like, now you ain't got like half a million, like, you can get out of here. But, I mean, you can tell a story and recast the role eventually. Like I, mm-hmm. you can I, you can't do it for the the first one. I mean, the first movie after he died. Like, yeah, like people were saying, like just find someone else to do it. Like, no, you, no, that that wouldn't have worked. Cause all you would do is sit there and think about him, and you'd be like, no, sure. Cause like you can't do a Terrence Howard Don Cheadle situation for a character. Come on, man. Oh, that. <laughs> Come on, man. Iron man, man. <laughs> Iron man. Man, man, man. I'll be back, man. No, you won't. <laughs> like, you can't do it for a character one of that level. And like, and then after something like that, like all bullshit aside, if Terrence Howard had died, like I honestly don't know if they would have did like a roadie in Iron Man 2. They might did it in three, but I don't know if they would have did it in two. If sure. Terrence Howard had died before two came out, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think they should let the character fade so long as the MCU is existing. Right. It's, I, agree I think that. it's, I think it's, I think what his brother's trying to say, it, it's important to have black Panther for these comic book fans, for these non-comic book fans, uh, because it's a, you know, it represents something, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, the Asian people have Shang-Chi, you know, and, so on and so forth, right? And like the black community for a, a big part of that, like the success of that movie showed up for that movie, right? So I get what he's trying to say, but and I, but I'm also with you, LB. Like the second movie, you have to like kind of not have him in it so you can play your respects to the actor, Chadwick. So, yeah. John, what about you? I think you guys are on the money, LB. Like what is his motives, you know? Is he... Trying to get some self gain or something like that. What's what's the what's the deal behind that? Or it might be from a genuine place. But I will. I'm not against recasting, right? Because one way or another, you have to continue a story, whether that character is here or if he's gone. They do it all the time with any other character, even if they're still alive. They're recast, sure. right? So I'm not against them recasting. Like I said, maybe his brothers intentions are genuine and he just wants to see the continuation of the brand just keep going and i'm all right with that okay Okay. yeah just i saw it i figured i'd I'd drop it on the pod man it was an interesting interesting uh Mm -hmm. question so definitely it sparks a lot of debate and i think that's the reason why it's definitely interesting no condom forever you know why it's no condoms forever because Going to see the Coochie Warriors, duh. <laughs> man, man, you, you know, LB, you know what? I'm with you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I... We must, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for supporting <laughs> us. We will catch you all again next week, and we are out of here. Oh, that's great. Deuce. Deuce. Deuce.